0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by CDI Managed Services and EMC. And I'm your host, Dominic Rainey. Well, we've got a couple, three, actually, three guests in the studio today, and um, we've got some interesting topics to talk about. Uh, joining us from uh, Lawrenceville-Swannee Animal Hospital, we've got Dr. Lee Pope, and from a company called Leader Cast, we've got Justin Wolk and Aaron Foster. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks. Great to be here. Great, great to great. be here.
0: Glad to have you guys. Uh, Dr. Pope, why don't you uh, get the show started and tell us a little bit about Lawrenceville-Swannee Animal Hospital and what you're doing there.
2: So we're just a small local animal hospital out in Lawrenceville. Um, We've been there for a long time, but I recently took over in July, so I've been there just about under a year. Uh, We do small animal, dog, and cat, Um, just kind of general practice, soft tissue surgery, vaccines, annual checkups, things like that.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, congratulations on your new venture. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. So uh, what what made you want to be a vet?
2: So when I was really young we had a lot of animals growing up and even my grandmother's house she always had a bunch of dogs out front and I would really enjoy going down there and just playing with the dogs and petting them and just spending time with them and then through school I really enjoyed uh, all the science classes and stuff like that so then started looking into it and started working with some vets and realized that that's what I wanted to do.
0: And uh tell us about your uh your background and what vet school uh
2: you went to. So I went to undergrad at Clayton College and State University and then I went to vet school at University of Georgia. Ah, that's a great school. Very good school. It good was a, Athens is a Athens is a fun town.
0: Yeah, I actually had uh, a pet uh Shelty one time, uh she had uh pancreatitis and had to go to Georgia uh U G A vet really? school and Seven twenty-four around the clock school, and they uh, they pr- pr- provided her miraculous uh, service. Well, good. It's so a great, great It's
2: point. a very very good vet school, and it's a great hospital. And they're actually building a new hospital as well.
0: So, uh, what changes have you made since uh, purchasing the the clinic?
2: So, when I took over the clinic, some of the things I changed is I actually dropped some of the prices. Um, some of our routine uh, surgery spays and neuters were pretty expensive, and some of our uh, medications were pretty expensive. So, I really tried to make the prices a little bit more consumer friendly so we dropped some of the prices um, we've also added some grooming and boarding services as well to uh, better help our clients
0: so, uh, dr. Pro what uh, you do minor surgery uh, what is that what's the difference in uh, minor versus major
2: so minor is going to be any small soft tissue stuff like small mass removals um, anything if they're if your dog ate of tennis ball or something like that we can go in and get it out but major surgeries are going to be more the bone issues so if you have a cruciate tear or a fracture um, those are going to be the the surgeries that we're going to leave more towards a specialist like an orthopedic surgeon or a general soft tissue surgeon
0: and so it's really not the size of the animal per se
2: no not not size of the animal just kind of what procedure needs to be done
0: we're talking with Dr. Lee Pope. He is the veterinarian and uh, owner of Lawrenceville-Swannee Animal Hospital. Uh, Dr. Pope, uh, wh- wh- is it important for an animal to have an a- annual exam? I know people have to have them. And, uh, you know, so, uh, is it the same with, with animals?
2: It's Actually, it is quite important. A lot of people will just kind of ignore the annual exams. But it's very important to have somebody else feel your animal. So basically, you see your animal every day, you may not notice a subtle change, whereas when they come in to see us, we're looking at the teeth, we're feeling lymph nodes, we're listening to the heart to make sure there's no murmur, we're feeling the joints to make sure there's no arthritis, and we're also feeling the animal to make sure that we're not getting overweight. So it's very important for us to check them out every year to make sure that we're still on track and as healthy as possible.
0: Have you had to make significant changes to the uh, facility uh, since you've taken over the clinic?
2: Uh, we haven't made too many changes one of our one of our biggest changes that we recently made was we actually have digital x ray now before we were doing film and it would take us probably thirty to forty five minutes to get an x ray and now we have digital x ray which we can get an x ray for your um for your pet in about five minutes or so
0: Wow that's cool so uh let's let's talk about the you know the importance of these uh you know heartworm uh tests and uh, I know a lot of a lot of p- you know, owners of of pets uh, are really concerned about heartworm and and uh, and of course other you know problems that dogs uh, have, fleas and things like that. So, what 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 is the importance of of heartworm um, medication and and uh, testing for that?
2: So, heartworm in the South is actually very very important. Uh, It's something that we worry about year-round because heartworms are actually spread from mosquitoes. So down in Georgia, it very rarely gets cold enough that we're not worried about mosquitoes. So that is something that we need to worry about year-round. It's a parasite that can actually get in your dog's bloodstream and can end up in their heart and can cause major issues. So it's definitely something that the heartworm prevention is that we need to be on year-round. And then we need to test every year to make sure that our medication is still working properly and we're not having any issues with that. The flea prevention, the most important thing with that, the biggest thing that we hear is that, well, we don't see fleas, so I don't need to treat. But the problem is, if you bring a flea in from outside, because they can ride in on our clothes or our shoes, if you bring a flea in and then it gets on your pet and jumps off and has babies, it can take up to three months to get it under control. So that's three months of dealing with fleas, as opposed to just using the prevention then we're going to prevent that flea from jumping off and having babies, so we're not going to be as worried about it. So we're not going to have to deal with a three-month flea infestation. So that is something very important to be on as well. Wow,
0: well, I didn't real I didn't realize that uh, heartworm was a southern uh, problem.
2: It's a it's a major problem down south. In the Northeast, you can get away with uh, giving the heartworm prevention for maybe. Nine months out of the year and maybe three or four months out of the year you can skip. But down in the South, we need to give it uh, monthly.
0: We have a, a producer here who can't, uh, he's just chomping at the bit. I've got questions he's for got, Dr. Poe Pets.
2: <laughs> I, I, I do. And I want you
0: to maybe to discuss the the uh, the importance of, of spay and neutering because I know overpopulation is a
2: major problem, uh, especially in the South. Yeah. So spay and neutering is going to be pretty important as well. Um overpopulation is one of the main issues that we deal with but there's also medical issues that we worry about if we leave our female dog intact and we don't spare then she's going to be at risk for mammary cancer later down the road and another issue that we tend to forget about is they can actually get an infection in that uterus so when they're eight or nine years old when they come out of heat their uterus is primed for an infection so if they get that infection then that's surgery you need emergency surgery to have them fixed so you turn a Two hundred dollars spay when they're healthy into a five, six, eight hundred dollars spay and they're sick and it's an emergency. So mammary cancer and that infection in the uterus is what we worry about with female dogs. Male dogs, they can actually get cancer of their testes. So when they come in, one's a different size, and again, you turn a hundred dollar neuter into a three hundred dollar neuter because now we got to biopsy those and send those out to be analyzed to see what's going on with them
0: so there's actually a health benefit of the spay and neuter i didn't realize that as well so not only are you of course helping the overpopulation problem which is a major problem as we talked about but there's actually health benefits yes I did not realize that. I learn something new every time I listen to the show, Dom. Yeah, yeah. Do do animals recover quicker than 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 people from surgery? It's they don't a, seem to
2: complain about they it. They don't. It's 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 really amazing, and that's the that's the biggest issue. Everybody thinks, you know, well, I got my dog spayed. They're going to be laid up for a week and not move. But usually, that next day, they're back to playing. The most the most difficult people part that people have an issue with is keeping the animal calm so they don't tear the stitches out. So they recover from the surgery very, very well. The cone head. The little e-collar. There you go. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, this is going to turn into an interactive show because uh, we've got other guests here who want to ask you some questions as well. Go ahead, just
3: Dr. Pope, I just wanted to know, um, I have a dog. I got a King Charles Cavalier. Awesome dog. Mm-hmm. Um, we found out about a year and a half ago he has diabetes and it turned out to be a genetic thing. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if maybe there is something that you see that's a common thing that comes in and people, it just, it just went unnoticed. Maybe a common uh, diagnosis that if people would have saw it from the front end, maybe they could have prevented it.
2: Uh, diabetes is actually going to be one of the top ones. You you can't necessarily prevent it, but you can jump in earlier and treat it sooner. Um, one where we're going to get as far as the prevention is catching diseases early so they don't go on long term and then make it more difficult to control diabetes is a perfect example because a lot of times they'll start peeing more in the house and then they just think oh you know they're they're being stubborn they're forgetting about going outside well then if that goes untreated the body can go into starvation mode and then it's a lot more difficult to get them out, so any kind of any kind of subtle change is always important to have them checked out because there's a lot of signs that we can pick up on that something more serious is going on.
0: We're listening to Dr. Lee Pope. Uh, he's the owner of Lawrenceville Swanee Animal Hospital. Dr. Pope, what makes your clinic different from other clinics?
2: So, where we try to be different is we really try to focus on taking time with the clients. Too much. Too much nowadays are people rushed in and out of the exam room, and they really don't get the chance to talk with their vet and ask questions and have stuff explained to them. The vet will just come in and say, oh, okay, your dog's old and stiff. Here's some anti-inflammatories to make them feel better. But they don't really go into the process, well, the dog's overweight, we need to lose weight, we need more activity. So we really try to focus on spending time with the clients and making sure all the questions are answered and they're not rushed in and out.
0: Great, great, Doctor Pope. What uh, do people? What what preparation do people have to make with their animals before they take them in for an exam?
2: So a lot of people will just kind of show up, and then we'll start asking questions, and they seem kind of lost. So it, the annual exam is more about is more than about just me checking the animal out. So check on your heartworm and flea prevention at home. Make sure that you you've been using it, and that notice how much of it you need. Are there any new lumps or bumps that you've been feeling? Do you notice any subtle changes um, like urinating in the house or just a little stiff to get up, not not moving around very well? Um, List this stuff out. Make a little little check sheet for questions that you have or things that you've noticed because you're always going to forget that one question and then you're going to realize it when you get home and you're going to not worry about it. So make out a little check sheet for us to go through for questions. And another thing for us to check, we we check a stool sample every year just to make sure we don't have intestinal parasites because most intestinal parasites can pass from dogs to people. So it's very important for us to check that every year. If you bring in a stool sample for us, we'll get a more accurate reading. Too many times we try to get a stool sample in-house in the clinic and we don't get quite enough. So just first morning sample, just pick a little bit up and bring it in just to make sure we can get an accurate reading on it.
0: Okay, so, um, Dr. Pope, you got this is a question that I don't know if everyone has a, a, experienced and whatever, but uh, my dog seems to know things uh, are happening that I don't know they're happening. I mean, she could be in the back of the house, and there could be, all of a sudden she goes crazy, and I don't hear anything, but uh, there's, you know, something going on out in the road in the front of the house. They have super senses. I mean, for some reason, they're just super beings.
2: Uh, what's going on there? They really do. They can actually pick up on a lot more a lot more things than we can. They have a heightened sense of smell compared to us. They can they can smell stuff a lot further than we can, and they can even hear a lot better. Their vision may not be that great, but there's a lot of other senses that they use that are heightened compared to ours. So they can smell something outside or they can even hear something going on outside that we can't necessarily hear or see.
0: Yeah, I mean it's you know, it's crazy though because when I jack up the stereo it doesn't seem to bother her but yet she can hear a dog walking or a, a you know a deer walking down the block uh-huh i, I how do they do that tune out they, is their hearing just something they, that they can tolerate yeah they can loud just kind of
2: they can just kind of tune stuff out or they they can tell you know this this is a loud noise going on right here i'm not too worried about it and then they can hear and like i said if it's something like that they may be able to smell that deer or that person Uh, walking outside, not necessarily hear them, but be able to pick up on their scent from them coming around. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Talking to Dr. Lee Pope, uh, Lawrenceville, Swanee Animal Hospital. So what's your favorite part of being a a vet, Dr. Pope?
2: So my favorite part is, is definitely working with the clients, but nothing beats to have a client come in and say, you know, they're just not feeling that great. Something's going on. You check them out. You find something out. You say, okay, this is what's going on. This is how we, this is how we treat it. This is how we fix it. And then they come back in in a couple of weeks and they're just so happy because their dog is acting like a puppy again. You know, they didn't have that much energy and they thought they were just getting a little older, but comes to find out something more serious is going on. You get ahead of it, you get it under control. And then the client and the pet come in they just look so much better and they feel so much better so just really being able to help clients make their pets feel better and uh, make them more happy and comfortable and the clients really really appreciate that so that's always a that's always a good feeling
0: dr pope tell our listeners how they can uh, reach out to you to learn more about your uh hospital your vet vet hospital and uh we we have another question? Oh, we got one more question. Dr. Pope, I just
3: want to know, uh, what is one of the craziest things you've seen as a doctor taking care of animals?
2: Oh, one of the craziest things. Just, um, hmm. Huh. I mean, he caught me off guard with the. Oh, I'm, so with sorry. The, I'm <laughs> just
0: thinking, all people out there. He's seen a shows lot. Like... I can tell you, he's seen a lot. <laughs> have Have you found anything where you know an animal has like digested something and they're like, he's something wrong with him? And you do the X ray, and it's like, okay, he's got like a little toy truck in him or something. He like said a tennis ball. I mean, you know, um, what else do they? Not not, wow.
2: not crazy ingestions. One one case we had not too long ago was um a dog had a swollen leg and we were having trouble figuring out what was going on. But we we took an X ray of that leg and there was actually a, a BB pellet. In the in the leg that we we caught on the we caught on the X-ray, so surprisingly, a lot of dogs will come in, especially down in the South, and they'll have little little BB pellets from being shot with a pellet gun Ooh. years and years before. Ouch. A lot of times, they don't cause an cause an issue. Um, but some of the stuff like that is um, things we'll see.
0: By the way, when it's Justin's turn to do his interview, I'm <laughs> we'll call him out. You're gonna call him out and, <laughs> and just get him on some question.
2: I'm used to that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> okay, Doctor Pope, tell our listeners how they can uh, reach out to you and your your animal hospital out there in uh, Swans, Lawrenceville, Swanee, and uh, where is it exactly located?
2: So we're at 900 Lawrenceville Swanee Road. Um, we are in the Target Home Depot shopping center right next to the AMC. The easiest thing is we're sitting right next to Panera Bread. Everybody knows where Panera Bread is, so we're sitting right next to them. Uh, one of the easiest things is to go to our website, lsah.net. Um, that has all our information for where you can find us. And we have a couple of YouTube videos as well talking about um, diet and how to tell if your pet has an emergency and stuff like that. So you can find those on the website as well.
0: Thank you, Dr. Pope. Thank you. We appreciate you uh, being here. And uh, you've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by CDI Managed Services and EMC. So uh, our next guests, uh, we have two guests from one company. We have uh, Justin Wolk and Aaron Foster with LeaderCast. Why don't you guys tell us about LeaderCast and uh, what you do?
1: Great. Thanks. Yeah, we are really excited to be here, and uh, we're even more excited about uh, next Friday, next Friday. Uh, which is May 9th. It's it's LeaderCast. The actual live event is Friday, May 9th, so it's right around the corner. We've been working on this event for uh, a year now, so uh, we're very excited about it being here. It's a one-day event for the everyday leader, and uh, some of the history of the event is that it used to be called the Maximum Impact Simulcast, which was started by John Maxwell, and it was down at the Georgia World Congress Center uh, for eight years, and then Actually, longer than that, but uh, we moved out to the Gwinnett Arena uh, last year for the first time. And uh, some some of you folks might have heard of this event as the Chick-fil-A LeaderCast. It was sponsored by Chick-fil-A for four years, and we had a great partnership with them. And uh, now we have started to move more globally as an event uh, and uh, really wanted the brand to be able to stand on its own. And um, so we didn't want any type of confusion internationally with, uh, you know, a title sponsor and we really wanted the brand to be able to stand on its own. So this is the first year that we're, we're just straight leader cast and we're really excited about announcing that uh, to our attendees. We'll have over s- probably 6,000 uh, at the live event at the Gwinnett Arena and then we will also have 120,000 people worldwide actually watching this simulcast. Uh, so it's it's an event that has grown in uh, attendees, as well as just momentum significantly, especially here in Atlanta with Chick-fil-A uh, being the title sponsor for the fa- four, past four years, huge brand recognition and following of, uh, of Chick-fil-A fans. But we're really excited about the new brand of LeaderCast uh, standing on its own this year.
0: Justin, do you want to add to that?
3: I do. I mean, it sometimes it's, uh, it seems unreal what I get to do for a living. Uh, I love it. I mean, I don't just work for a one-day event. I really get to build relationships with some of the biggest and best business leaders out in America um, and seeing what is happening here in Gwinnett and in Atlanta and across the country. It's really cool. It's more than just a one-day event. It does happen one day and there is a lot of content, um, great content that happens, but it's a lot of the follow-ups and the conversations and the relationships we have throughout the year with some great companies, even ones here in Atlanta. Um, that i get to be a part of it that's just how i'm wired I, relationally i love people so it's it's, it's sometimes it's a little unreal what i get to do for a living
0: so i'm not sure uh, who to address uh, these some of these questions to but uh so i'll just throw out general questions you guys can grab it and run with whoever whoever's gonna gonna, gonna take it uh so d- you know when you think of leadership and the things uh, that Le- LeaderCast is doing uh you tend to think of c-level you know executives is it reserved for sea level executives? <laughs> that is a common question uh, with a leadership conference.
3: To be honest with you, Dom, we we don't believe that leadership is just title based. It's not uh, on one level. It's not sea level, uh, and it is sea level, but not only sea level. Um, leadership happens every day, uh, whether you uh, work in sales, whether you own a veterinarian clinic, or no matter who you are, we all have the capacity uh, for leadership, and we believe that honestly, why we have the event honestly is. We believe that one person from any organization, any company can come get exposed to this content, possibly be changed, be enlightened or encouraged, and they go be a catalyst or a movement maker post that event that changes an organization. Um, So, no, we don't think leadership is title-based or level-based. We believe it can happen every day in the home, in the business, uh, every day.
0: We're talking with Justin Woke and Aaron Foster with LeaderCast. Uh, what, Is there a gap in leadership? Uh, what's, what, You know, what's going on with, with this gap in leadership?
3: Well, one of the things we will be revealing at Leadercast is some statistics that we have researched really hard uh, to be accurate about. But we have been using uh, an incredible article that came out in 2012 in Inc. magazine uh, called The Jerk Alert, uh, The Cost of Bad Bosses. <laughs> and um, just a couple of stats just to kind of show you this gap. So let me just give you the big number first. Eighty-seven percent of bosses think they're doing great, that they're great at their job and their people love them. Eighty-seven percent of bosses think that. Sixty-five percent of employees would take a new boss over a pay raise. Seventy-five percent of employees say that their boss is the most stressful part of their job. Fifty percent of those employees are looking for new jobs right now because they don't feel valued by their company. So, yeah, I'd say there's a gap in leadership.
0: Wow. Do companies do, uh, you know, do they bring in, um, you know, secret, uh, you know, people to uh, find this information out? I mean, is there a lot of that going on where, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that TV program where the boss goes out and uh, finds out what the employees are really thinking?
3: I think a lot of the stats and a lot of this research comes from uh, some honest interviews, but also interview questions. Think about it. Some people, when they get into an interview, people are one of the number one question. Well, why do you want to leave where you currently are? And they always Bingo. They always want to be PC if, if they can, but then usually emotions attach and, and they, they get honest. They talk about what's going on. Um, so I, I think that's part of kind of the root of where we're getting some of this exposure. Um, one thing that I forgot to mention in that article is it's been estimated that $360 billion a year is lost in productivity from bad bosses.
0: Billion. Billion. How do, you, how do you equate that to anything? I mean, that's an incredible number.
3: Well, one of the biggest things, again, I would love for you guys to check out the article. It's 2012 Inc. Magazine, Jerk Alert, Cost of Bad Bosses. Um, what they find out is sideways energy projects. A lot of bosses coming in, and people can't do their job because they're being micromanaged or they can't focus on the vision they've been given. And so it's a lot of lost productivity in what they should be actually doing because they've got more on their plate.
0: Is it is it difficult for a bad boss or someone who doesn't get it to turn it around? What what kind of a cycle are we looking
1: yeah, at? Yeah, I think one of the things that um, un- unfortunately is um, is happening in our workplace is is things are being pushed under the rug as far as, um, not feeling like you can have an honest conversation with your boss and, uh, not that you're being insubordinate or that you're being disrespectful, but just being able to have an honest conversation with your boss of, of things that are going on, things that, uh, you might not see eye to eye or, uh, in it, and it either gets pushed under the rug and it continues to build and build and build, or you go tell, uh, you know, somebody else in the organization at the water cooler, or you go and you tell, um, you know, their the, the their manager. You you leapfrog over them instead of going to them directly and just having an honest conversation. And I think that takes I think that takes bravery, which is one of our core values uh, within leadership. And then it also uh, it takes you know the ability to to be able to have a boss who can who can take that feedback and uh, openly say, hey, I want to get better, and I want to work on some things, and I appreciate you being willing to be brave enough and come talk to me about it face-to-face.
0: Good stuff. We're listening to Justin Woke and Aaron Foster with LeaderCast. So guys... How long has LeaderCast existed? It's a pretty good-sized organization, right?
1: It is. Well, Giant Impact is the parent company, and we have two brands. We have the Catalyst Conference, which is more uh, geared towards our church community. It was founded by Andy Stanley and John Maxwell. It's at the Gwinnett Arena as well. Uh, And then our other brand is LeaderCast, which is uh, for our business community. And um, it's been around for 14 years. Like I said earlier, uh, it was down at the Georgia World Congress Center. And a lot of people knew it as the Maximum Impact Simulcast, and then we bought the event from John Maxwell, and then it was the uh, Chick-fil-A LeaderCast and uh, now LeaderCast. But, um, yeah, it's been around for 14 years and um, continuing to, to grow momentum, uh, which is really an exciting thing to be a part of because I've been with the company. I've been with Giant for six years. I was on the Catalyst team for three of those years. And this event was really struggling, to be quite honest with you. Uh, It needed a shot of adrenaline in the arm as far as cash flow, and Chick-fil-A was very kind to help us out with that. And so along with that, uh, this event has been turned around dramatically in the last four years, um, as I've kind of watched for three years and then been involved with it for two years. Um, So it's an exciting thing to see. Um, going from a 1,000 people at the live site down at the Georgia World Congress Center uh, to just kind of being an afterthought. How can we get a 1,000 people to the live event where the speakers are actually speaking to having uh, probably close to 6,000 at Gwinnett Arena at the live site where the speakers actually speak, and then it's simulcasted out worldwide to all of our host sites, which exist of chambers of commerce, churches, businesses. Uh, Motorola has sites all around the world, which will be piped into their boardroom. So the ability of a simulcast has a huge amount of reach, and with that comes a lot of responsibility as well. Uh, But it's a lot of fun. We keep our fingers crossed that the satellite works.
0: Yeah, as as we do, uh, as we do with the internet.
3: Aaron and I, we love it. We're, we're the live site guys. That's what we're passionate about. We're passionate about getting people to Atlanta uh, to come check out the live event and experience it and, and take in the day. Um, but it is fascinating to me that we do have the simulcast piece because no matter where you are, what city, even what country you're in, you can watch this on the day of the event. Um, and we're, over, we're in over 20 countries worldwide. And think about it. If you're a company, uh, every, almost every company, whether they'll admit it or not, they do have a budget for leadership development. And so it's really cool that uh, people maybe can't afford flights and, and hotels and tickets to come all the way in Atlanta. But what they can do is they can bring it into their own organization and show their people, give them, hey, say, we're going to give you the day off, so to speak, give you a shot in the arm. We're going to pour into you and who you are as a leader, and, and they can bring this in.
0: So the conference is going to teach uh, someone how to be a good leader or is it a, you know more than that?
3: Well, we get that question a lot only from the fact we're not going to get up there and tell you guys this is what it takes to be the perfect leader. I, I don't know if there is such a thing, um, but I would say that what we, are, we focus on is every year uh, our team, our creative dec- uh, director does a great job, and they think about what are some essentials in leadership. We have some core values that we believe that are important in leadership, and one of that is the idea of who are you leading beyond you go thinking of a leader beyond yourself and so this year's theme is actually beyond you how are you leveraging your influence for the sake of others and so when you come this year first of all a lot of our speakers this year that they have a history with that they've been successful in leading teams and leading people and leading movements even um, but that we think that is a core and crucial part of leadership is not just to think about your title and just think about yourself but who are you leading and how are you leading them
0: yeah, you know, there's just a thousand books out there on all this stuff, leadership and all that. But you know, the conference, the 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 listening to someone and their you know, it has a different impact. The emotion, you know, the the just the overall experience. You know, it just uh, it really jens you, doesn't it?
3: Well, it's I love that you guys brought that up. Uh, Aaron and I were talking about this on the way over. So I started with the uh, LeaderCast. Uh, my first event with them was in t- 2012. And uh, we got to 2012. It was an unbelievable day. A packed place uh, down at the Georgia World Congress Center. And uh, I'll never forget this. So Andy Stanley, we've had the privilege of having him kick the day off for us for the past two years, and he'll be kicking it off for us this year. Uh, we we love Andy. He's a great communicator. Um, I had a political figure uh, from New Jersey buy one of our upgraded tickets. I'll never forget this. He bought one of our more expensive tickets. he so he flies down from Jersey. Um, you know, gets a hotel, I don't know how much he has spent total, gets to the event, sits down, and Andy kicks the day off for us. It hasn't even been maybe 20 minutes into the event, and I see this political figure leave, and I go, uh-oh, the pastor made the politician mad, <laughs> so I know that I'm going to get an email on this. And uh, So he left, and um, I was interested to see what was going to happen. Well, a few days later, I got an email from him, and Andy that morning was talking about choices, and he said, do, do not make choices now that will make you a liar later. Don't make choices now that will make you a liar later, whether it's financially, whether it's relationally, whether it's in your business. Don't do things now that will make you a liar later. And this politician writes me, and he was uh, transparent, and he said, uh, I heard Andy start, and I was so moved by what he said, I left Atlanta right then to go talk to my wife because I had to work on some things in my marriage. That's why yeah. I do what I do. That, I, that's why I love my job is I get stories like that.
0: That's a great story. Holy cow. It really nailed them. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So uh we're talking with uh, Justin Woke and Aaron Foster with good stuff with uh, Leadercast. You guys uh is there a typical attendee that comes to this conference?
1: That is really the, the neat thing about our crowd. Uh we have uh everywhere, everybody from college students from hundred and fifty that are coming from Gwinnett Tech uh down to the C-level executive sitting on the first two rows, paying a, you know for a platinum ticket, uh, and that is the neat thing about the diversity of our crowd is, and our philosophy really as we build this thing over the years, we want to get those young leaders, uh, whether they be we've got fifty from uh, the city of Swanee coming that are high school students that are in a leadership program uh, that will be. Uh, starting their journey at LeaderCast as a young leader, and then our hope is that they move through the progression and staying in the LeaderCast uh, fold and tribe and movement until they're a leader within their organization, you know, sitting down on the floor in an executive experience seat or uh, a platinum seat, leading large groups of people and influencing large groups of people. So we've got uh, people from... Large organizations like Motorola and Home Depot and coca cola uh, the c d c to uh, public officials that are that are leading uh you know in their communities uh, Johnny Chris from the city of Lilburn, who is the mayor there uh, has a huge passion for leadership and a huge supporter of of LeaderCast, and he's helping us to try to get to where all public officials in the whole uh, county of Gwinnett can have continuing education credits for coming to LeaderCast. So we have got huge things like that that are starting to build, and as we get out and we have lunches with people in the community and uh, help to promote the LeaderCast brand – Uh, There's a lot of things that are really, I think, going to be big in the next couple of years with the event uh, in Gwinnett in particular, Mm -hmm. um, because we are, uh, you know, this is a world-class event that you've got right in your backyard. And there's tons of leaders uh, within Gwinnett. Gwinnett has got a huge philosophy on leadership. uh, And so uh, we're starting right here in our own backyard.
0: Yeah, you've certainly, uh, you know, had some great names, uh, you know, connected. And, uh, you know, uh, you you mentioned uh, people, you know, students and people getting credits for this. um, uh, How about our listeners? Can they get a special, uh, uh, you know, do you have some kind of special for the listeners to this event? Uh, Everybody Uh, wants a deal. Absolutely.
3: Uh, Everyone wants a deal. And uh, so right now, if you went to leadercast.com and you just registered online, uh, it honestly would cost you $239. uh, And all all we have is general admission sitting left. But for you Radio X listeners, we have a discount of fifty dollars off. Uh, so you just go to our website, Leadercast.com, type in the rate code Radio X. Doesn't matter if it's capitalized or not, Radio X, and that's going to give you a, a ticket price of one eighty-nine. Help you save fifty bucks if you want to come or bring your team.
0: Doctor Pope, aren't you going to jump in here and ask him? Uh, you know, what's their strangest experience they ever had?
2: <laughs> no, I think I'll let him. Uh... <laughs> Just kind of hang out with us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're too kind. Yeah, you're way too nice, I
2: appreciate it. you got a couple
3: tickets coming your way, Dr. Pope. (laughs)
2: There we go. (laughs)
3: Um, Just real quick, just to let you guys know, I wanted to let you know a couple of our speakers this year. Uh, We're excited about it. So this is next Friday at the Gwinnett Arena. Um, We will have Andy Stanley with us again. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell will be with us. Archbishop Desmond Tutu will be speaking this year. Randall Wallace, Dr. Henry Cloud, uh, Laura Bush will be with us. She actually did a leadership content video for us. Uh, Simon Sinek, Laura Schroff, who used to be the CEO and editor of Time Magazine, and Bill McDermott, the CEO of SAP. Those are our speakers for this
0: year. Holy cow. <laughs> Everyone wanna, would, should want to go to this, this conference.
3: <laughs> Thank you. You're doing great marketing for us right there. That's <laughs> how we feel. <laughs> well, I, you
0: know, it's, it sounds fantastic. You guys are on the right track and doing a great thing for the local community as well as uh, people in general which is exciting. I mean to me it's very exciting. So uh is there a theme is there a special theme for the for the conference or do you guys have a theme of the day uh
1: Yeah the the interesting thing that we're learning uh as we go through um uh, this this, these conferences and as leadership changes and the learning styles change, you, you alluded to it a little bit about the excitement that people get whenever they come uh, to an event. And oftentimes the feedback that we hear is it was a great day. It was it was like a fire hose uh, of information and adrenaline shot at us. And then we get back into the, the morning grind of sitting behind the desk and back at it first thing Monday morning. So a lot of the Uh, research that we're doing, we're seeing that online learning is becoming very popular. And so we are uh, building a new product that we're going to be launching at LeaderCast this year called LeaderCast Now. And it is going to be an online learning module. Uh, We've done a ton of research, worked with the best minds and the best companies to help build this over a very short period of time. And we've got a ton of content from all of the years that we've been doing catalyst conferences and we've been doing LeaderCast And so a lot of this was just sitting on a shelf. Uh, and so we said, let's take this content and let's help people learn. Let's help organizations learn an HR director or um, somebody, uh, leadership uh, director within an organization. They love tools to be able to help train their, uh, their employees and then also be able to track their learning. And so we're going to be launching that uh, at LeaderCast this year, and the theme is Beyond You. Uh, So how can you leverage your influence for the team that you lead, uh, the people that report to you? And then at the same time, very excited about this new component uh, that will be a part of our, our LeaderCast brand.
0: You never know what's going to trigger someone to make a change, and I'm sure you guys have great content and um, certainly we encourage everyone to come to that conference on May 9th. Um, Imparting, is there any uh, any other special things that uh, you guys want to – that's coming up that you want to talk about uh, other than how our listeners can reach out to you?
3: Well, you know, um, the biggest thing is we really would love to see you guys at the Grand Arena next Friday, May 9th, uh, for LeaderCast. But, you know, a lot of people, uh, myself included, you go to events or you attend something and you really wonder – What's it like behind the scenes? Okay, you gave me a, a got a good day, a lot of content, but you know, what about you guys? What's it like? And I can just say, you know, where we work and what we do. Uh we work hard and we play hard. Um we we have some great leaders, we have some great vision, um and the reason we all get up and come and do our jobs every day is because we believe in what we do. Uh we don't get to be one of those statistics thankfully. And so you can just know that when you, you're like, ah, who is putting this event on? Well, it's people who really do believe in leadership and who have great leadership, um, and we really believe you can change a culture.
0: Great, great, great. And you'll hear from the professionals. So, uh, again, what should our listeners do to reach out to you and your organization? Yeah,
1: they can go to leadercast.com mm-hmm. and uh, actually uh, use the rate code there to get the actual discount. Uh, and we would love to hear from you either on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you over the phone. Uh, you can call my direct line, which is 678 225 3501. If we can help answer any questions about the event or just help in any way with your company and your organization with, with any of the, the tools that we have to help you along on your leadership journey.
3: Yep. So just go to leadercast.com and use the rate code radio X to save $50 on
0: tickets. We love Radio X. Radio X. Go, Radio X. So uh, thank you, guys. Uh, You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. We'd like to thank our guests today, Dr. Lee Pope with lawrenceville Swanee Animal Hospital, and Justin Woke and Aaron Foster with LeaderCast. We appreciate you all for being on the show, as well as what you do for the local business community. Thank you. And uh, I'm Dominic Rainey with CDI Managed Services, where we work with companies to maximize their IT investment their infrastructure, and cloud solutions and support. To listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to cloud solutions and managed services and support, CDI Managed Services is your silver lining in the cloud.